It is Locked On Jazz. Coming to you from Cleveland on the 19th of December on our garden tour of the Midwest. Milwaukee, Cleveland, Detroit. Brrr. Donovan is anything but cold in Cleveland having an MVP season. Why? What did he mean when he said he's having fun again? The Bucks were simply too much for the Jazz despite no Giannis and Chris Middleton. 80s injury has massive impact on the trade market and trends, trends, trends. It's all coming up on a Monday edition of Locked on Jazz. You are Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in and making Locked on Jazz your first listen of the day. We are free. We are available on all podcasting apps as well as on YouTube. Want your thoughts today on why you think Donovan Mitchell is having such a blowout season in Cleveland so far this year. We're talking about it all. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's program. It's actually, it's crazy, by the way. The Midwest is, I got to share this, crazy. And here's why. Because it can be 15 degrees warmer here on the thermometer and 20 degrees colder than it is in Park City, Utah. It's just nuts. Their 20 is so cold, and our 5 is so not cold. It's crazy. Today's show, by the way, is brought to you in part by Prize Picks. First time users receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. All right, Jazz and the. Sorry, I got to get my situ. My, there we go. Uh, jazz. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we see Donovan for the first time. I've watched the Cavaliers a lot. I've watched their last three games. I enjoy watching Donovan. He's incredible right now. He's the best of all aspects of what he was in Utah at one time right now. Um, I always thought he was one of the great shooters of the game. I go back to his draft workout when Dennis Lindsay threatened all of our jobs. Uh and told us if we ever spoke a word of it, we'd all be fired. And you go, and I go back to that, and he was coming off pin downs and catch and shoot, and he was the best catch and shoot guy. And for a long time, he was the only uh, catch and shoot guy that was uh, was Joe Harris over a four year period of time was the only guy better. And all of that shooting uh, that he's done is showing up right now. He is absolutely masterful. Above the break threes, he's the best there is in the NBA right now. Uh, the number one thing that Don's worked on over the years is his off-the-bounce three-point shooting. He's cooled a little bit on it, but not much. He's taking five and a half a game. He's making 45.3%. The only player in the NBAs that have been better are Desmond Bain, who led the league in three-point shooting. Uh, last year in those uh, off the bounce three point shooting, Tyler Hero is at forty five, or Steph Curry's at forty seven point six, Desmond Bain's at forty seven point three, 
Tyler Hero's at 45.6, and Donovan Mitchell's at 45.3. So his three-point shooting right now, he is the number one above-the-break three-point shooter. He's the number four off-the-bounce three-point shooter in the NBA. And his pure greatness for all these years has been that of his catch-and-shoot. He's just terrific right now. Uh, and you got to give him credit. Uh, it's The other thing about him, and Ron and I were watching him on the plane together, that is maybe kind of the most awe-inspiring right now is his pure breakdown drive to the basket. He's just going so hard and so powerfully. He has the bounce of the younger Donovan Mitchell. Last year, his legs got heavy. And he did not come off the floor in the same way as he is right now in Cleveland. He's clearly either in better shape. I don't think he was in very good shape last year. Or he's healthier. Um, Or the floor has more space. Evan Mobley being able to get out there in space. Um... This team is a going to be a brutal matchup for us tonight. I, I'm pretty concerned. Uh, they get it started with a dribble drive with Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, or Karis LeVert, and then they just start spinning it and driving and going. And I don't know who we have on our roster that's going to stop the first drive. Nonetheless, who's going to stop? You know, once we start rotating, we're not the quickest team in the world. There could be some monster numbers put up against us tonight by this offense, which is not a great offense, actually, interestingly enough. Um, for all the greatness that Donovan is right now, and he's great, it's not – their offense is, is not actually that great, um, which is at least a little interesting. They're 13th in the league offensively. Um, they're not very good yet when both Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are on the floor. That's what a little bit of this comes down to. So right now, when Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland on the floor, they're plus 3.4, but the offense is in the 36th percentile. When Donovan's on the floor without Darius Garland, they're plus 8 in the 84th percentile. And when Darius Garland is on the floor without Donovan Mitchell, they're plus 6 with their offense in the 59th percentile. So a lot of numbers there, but the 36th percentile, when they're both on the floor, 59th when Garland 84th one just done. Credit to Don. Uh, the pick and roll combination with he and Rudy Gobert was great for all these years. And what's interesting is he's now playing with like the next version of Rudy Gobert in Jared Allen. And it's the number one pick and roll combination in all of the NBA right now. When Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen combine on the pick and roll, it's the th- number one pick-and-roll combination in all of the NBA. Give Don credit. He's found a way to play it with another player. What's interesting is they've run 900 pick-and-rolls. I'm rounding these numbers up. They've run about 900 pick-and-rolls with Darius Garland. They've run about 800 pick-and-rolls with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan is averaging, is, is much more efficient than Darius Garland by about one, about by about. Point one points per, which is a decent amount if you're running, you know, 10 or 12 a game. Uh, of the players in the league who've run, you know, the top three or four pick and roll guys on each team. So 250 picks each, which is a pretty big difference in the eight or 900 that Darius Garland or any of those guys are running. Luka is number one in the league. Marcus Smart is two. Dame Lillard is three. Steph Curry is four. And Donovan Mitchell is the fifth best pick and roll player in all of the NBA right now. And then if you add the screener, 
Then you've got he and Jared Allen are the number one combination in the league. It makes you know, I, I I'm not gonna lie. It makes you kind of wonder a little bit in this sense. I, I always believed fairly strongly that that Rudy and Donovan were the perfect combination. That that part of Donovan's brilliance was Rudy, and part of Rudy's brilliance was Donovan. That they were the perfect offensive combination. Now Jared Allen is a stunningly similar player to what you're getting out of. And by the way, my number is at 150 picks, so it's the top 70 pick-and-roll combinations. That's where Donovan and Jared Allen become number one in the league. If you drop it to top 100, Kevin Durant and Nick Claxton. Just note there. Uh, and if, another note for you. Uh, Mike Conley, Lowry, Markinen are 17th in the NBA. Those two have begun to find each other. Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Olynyk are a pretty good combination if I drop the numbers a little bit. Uh, they don't get in on the top 150. But one of the things I've all, I always believed was that part of Mike Conley, Rudy, all these guys, everyone was having success with Rudy. Jared Allen's very, very similar to Rudy. But you do, I do wonder whether you have to slide a little bit more credit over to Donovan Mitchell when you see him now doing this with another very similar big, but another big of this nature. He's really brilliant right now. There's no other way to say it. And we should, I think we should credit him. What he's really done, is he's taken the step that all of us naturally expected him to take at some point in time. And he's unfortunately done it without us. So the question then begs, why didn't he do it last year? And what did he mean when he said, I'm having fun again? I know it got the ire of some people, but I don't know that that's actually fair. And I'll try to explain it uh, when we come back uh, or when we continue. Today's show is brought to you in part by Murdoch Chevy, located at uh, Woods Cross and in Logan. The Chevy truck is one of a kind and one of the great kind of Americana moments we have out there is the Chevy truck. The Colorado and the Silverado, as we hit the winter and you got things, uh, you can't really ask for much more than having a Chevy truck in your side. The Colorado is the the zippier, uh, kind of fun one, the Silverado, I like to refer to as the lazy boy chair of trucks. Why? Because, quite frankly, it's just that great to drive. It makes you feel that good. It, it is that great. Um, and it is so comfortable and so powerful. Plus, the SUV lineup is solid. Stop by Woods Cross. Stop by Logan. Email me first, and we'll get you set up at Murdoch Chevy for your VIP experience. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. 100% deposit match up to 100% back. That's right, 100% deposit match up to $100. Promo code locked on. Download the app or go to prizepicks.com and get your match to, for first time users. You can win up to, really, here's what you do you pick two to six players you think they're going to go score more or less than their prize picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus projections available. Prize picks projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA. You got it. It includes everything. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Safe and fast and easy withdrawals. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up your daily fantasy sports first time users. 100% 
instant deposit match up to $100 with a promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, you get $100. Deposit $50, you get $50. Deposit $72.50, you get $72.50. And that's it. Prize picks. Make sure you use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Thank you very much for making Locked On Jazz your first listen of the day. For your second listen, get the rundown of everything that happened in the NFL with Locked On Sports today, plus a little other stuff. Congratulations to soccer fans. That was super fun. Uh, not a soccer fan, but watched it from the 99th minute on, uh, and it was pretty great. All right, so back to Donovan. Why now? Why this explosion? Well, one, I do think Darius Garland is relieving some burden on Donovan. Uh, two, he's in better physical condition than he was a year ago, um, for whatever reason. I think when, when, when the Jazz came, the, the run through, few things here. The run through the Memphis Clipper playoff with that ankle, I think was really disheartening to Donovan, just on various levels. One that he was hurt, one that we missed the opportunity, one that we had the one seed, we didn't get there. All sorts of missing that first game. All sorts of aspects were really disheartening, and I and I wonder whether that impacted his off season training, getting that ankle ready for the twenty one twenty two season. Okay. With that said, the twenty one twenty two season, the kid still averaged twenty six points a game, four rebounds, five assists. His effective field goal percentage was fifty three point three percent, which was a career high. He took ten threes a game at thirty six percent. He was awesome. Like, he didn't take the biggest jump last year that we all expected at 25 years old in his fifth year. He was still awesome. And I think, to me, he was uncomfortable and he was off. And I remember vividly when he said to me, David, there's a lot to being Donovan Mitchell right now. I think he was burdened. Um, it happens. He's 25 years old. Uh, he, I think the world got heavy on him, whether it was... Off-court stuff, whether it was people around him, whether it was relationships inside the organization, whether it was relationships with teammates, whether it was him understanding how to be a superstar. I'm not, I'm not saying that there are those things exist. I'm just saying it could be any of these things. It's not unusual that this league gets heavy on guys. I had said to Donovan from the very first time that I ever met him and interacted with him, the question for you is going to be, whether you can maintain the zest and enjoyment <clears throat> and joy you play the game with. And he couldn't. It wore him out. He got worn out by being a star, by having the burden, by all those things. It wore him out. There's no question. <clears throat> and talking to him last year, it was really obvious. And him trying to navigate and figure out what it meant to be a star. People had told him. He was following what people had told him. I don't think it's who he wanted to be. I thought he, you know, unintentionally did things that that kind of changed the perception of who he was. This is a great kid. Now a great young adult. Let's not kid ourselves. He was a great kid when he came to us. He still is. But being a 25-year-old, 100-millionaire, with a shoe contract and all the expectations around it is not actually the easiest thing in the world to navigate at 25. And I don't think he navigated it great last year. And I'll bet he doesn't either. But how do you know? And so last year was the dip. And while he dipped, while he dipped with energy, while he dipped with 
pizzazz, while he dipped with zest, he was still great. And so now he gets this wonderful gift, which is he can actually start afresh, fix those mistakes that he wanted to f- that he needed to fix from maybe where he did things a year ago that had unintended consequences that he didn't love about how it played out, or even just start afresh. And he's made a jump. He's shooting 50% from the field, 42% from three, amazing, and 89% from three. He's on the verge of a 30.50-40-90 right now. It's astronomical. And it's cool. It's a guy learning himself, learning how to figure out what he wants to be, figuring out what's going to be most successful for him. I'll say it, just because if we're going to share. He's got a girl. He's pretty open on Instagram. The other ones have all been quiet. I think it's great. It's what happens at 26. He's a human. And he's going through a natural progression of a human. And it's pretty great to see. So when he says he's having fun again, and we take it as a slight, I don't think we should. I think what he really means is he's learning who he is and how to find himself. And he's finding who a 26-year-old Donovan Mitchell is. I can only speak for my own career, and I have nowhere near the pressure of Donovan Mitchell, but at 23 or 24, I hit number one in the Salt Lake market in ratings, and it was not easy because I had no idea who I was. Donovan Mitchell skyrocketed to the top of the stratosphere while I'm guessing he had no idea who he was. And he's now learning who he is at 26, more than he knew at 22, more than he knew at 24. He may have a serious significant other that turns out to be a lasting partner for all we know. He's pretty open about it right now, which is great. And he's evolving into his own man, and you can see it on the court. I think it's great. But he's, and he's, power by which he's playing with running straight downhill is amazing. All right, few other notes on the game. They run a tremendous amount. When Don's just in the game by himself, he runs pick and roll Jared Allen and they go to work. They run a tremendous amount of three-man action up at the top, usually with Darius Garland with the ball, usually with Jared Allen, but also with Evan Mobley and Donovan Mitchell. And the way it works is that Garland almost always comes off the pick with the big, and Donovan circles behind. You'll see Donovan circling behind all night long. And when he circles behind, the defense is now bent, and he comes and gets it. And I'm assuming Jordan Clarkson gets this assignment tonight. And it's not going to be an easy one for him to handle because you're coming through some picks and some things, and they're running some variations on things, and then Donovan comes through. They also run some double curls. Donovan will be the second guy through uh, on a bunch of actions. So keep an eye on that and how they're – and how they run those things and how that's happening. Uh, The Jazz got blasted in Milwaukee. Uh, First dud of the year. Or if Jazz up against a championship team. Jazz weren't great. The defensive glass is an issue. But frankly, the defensive glass has been an issue all season long when they have been playing well. So I'm not sure I credit that. They didn't play focused. And what Milwaukee does to you is Milwaukee plays a designated style and basically dares you to try, they're going to take away the rim, and they're going to take away corner threes. So the way they do that is they, they don't leave corner three shooters very often, and they shift into on the rim. 
Drive the lane, kick. Drive the lane, kick. Drive the lane, kick. Um, and they generally are going to give up above the break, catch and shoot, threes or off the bounce threes. We got a bunch early. Brooke Lopez blocked three shots early in the game, and we got scared of going to the rim. And then we didn't move the defense. And if you allow Brooke Lopez and that long, big, physical defense to sit where it wants to sit, you got no chance. So our stage, individual night or talent, one of the three, did not allow us to bend that defense at all. In fact, they bent us. They dictated the whole game. We didn't do anything to alter what they were trying to do to us in that game. And that's why it looked probably as though we were lacking some effort is because they were dictating everything. We were on our heels, and we were not being able to fight through that. I don't know if we actually did lack effort or if in that given night we just didn't have the focus and the um, maybe skill set. I mean, that's really a drive and kick team that beat you. Like, Boston kills them, right? Jalen Brown drives. Marcus Smart drives. Jason Tatum drives. Malcolm Brogdon now drives. Kicks. Boom, 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 boom. Um, Cleveland, I might guess, struggles a little bit with them in the sense that they want to drive and score instead of driving kick. You got to drive kick, drive kick, drive kick, move them. Or more than move them, a lot of their guys aren't going to move. Brooke Lopez is not moving from the rim. They're not leaving the corners. So you can suddenly make two guys have to go do a lot of rotating up at the top. It's maybe the simplest terms. And we didn't do that at all. At all. And to me, it was a credit to the box. Championship caliber team without Giannis Adekumbo, without Chris Middleton, and they still have their system and how they play, and they don't alter it night to night. They don't change a lot of game plans game to game. They're just who they are. Here's what we do. Do it well and try to beat us at it. And they're all right if you beat us, and then they'll adjust maybe a little bit in the playoffs. It's Mike Budenholzer has been criticized for this lack of adjustments, but I'd actually say in this circumstance it was kind of a neat thing to see a team do it at that level. All right, let's uh, – Anthony Davis's injury has some massive impact on the NBA and maybe the Utah Jazz. And uh, we always try trends Monday. So let's do both of those as we continue here on Locked on Jazz. Today's Locked on Jazz is also brought to you by our friends over at Turo. Turo is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it for – from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles on any occasion or budget. U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. You can do whatever. Think about it. Uh, Brian Goldmark, our sales guy, was just in Seattle with his wife for a Christmas party for her company. So he went and grabbed a Tesla. You can get a classic, a luxury car. If it's a special event, birthday or holiday. You can get affordable economy cars as well. Or you can test drive that electric vehicle you've always wanted to. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by a liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Forget being rental cars. Find your own drive. Forget boring rental cars. Or or you can be a rental car. Uh, find your own drive at Turo.com. That's T-U-R-O.com. T-U-R-O.com. Today's show also brought to you by ExpressVPN. I'm assuming you know about uh, ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security. 
But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows uh, that are only available in other countries. Maybe you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. You've got the black screen. Sorry, you're done. Uh, ExpressVPN allows you to binge The Office on UK Netflix. It's also so simple to do. Just sign up for Netflix. Fire up ExpressVPN app, change your location in the UK, refresh Netflix, and that's all. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites, where you want the sites to think you're located. You can choose from a hundred different countries. So just imagine all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Korean drama, that's whatever it might be. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works on any streaming service. So Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. Uh, there are hundreds of VPNs out there, but there is the reason you, to use ExpressVPN is to watch shows because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD, no problem. ExpressVPN also works on all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want on the big screen or on the go. So, right now, go to expressvpn.com slash locked on. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash locked on. Expressvpn.com slash locked on to learn more. Thanks so much for making Locked On Jazz your first listen of the day. Game to game, both for the NFL and the NBA is a great recap of all the actions. What a crazy NFL weekend uh, if you want to grab it. All right. Uh... Anthony Davis goes down. Lakers were beginning to make inroads. We're playing a little bit better. AD was going to be on the trade market, or the Lakers were going to be active in the trade market, and now AD's out a month and maybe longer. This may eliminate the Lakers from the trade market. Because one of the things about Russ is that they're out from under that deal at the end of the year, and so, you know, in our case, if they were trying to get Mike Conley or Jordan Clarkson, they both have options on next year. They don't want that money. And while the Lakers did look better, now when you don't have Russ for a month, or you don't have AD for at least a month and maybe longer, I mean, it seems to me it's pretty ill-defined right now of how long this could be. I think that takes one of the major kingpin players off the market. And for Indiana with Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, for Utah with whatever we're might be willing or not willing to do, that's a game-changer. It also, we'll see, they won last night. It may eliminate the Lakers... From playing contention, and then you really get down to, I think, 10 teams into 10 playing spots. Maybe it's 11 teams into 11 playing spots. Um, and I don't know whether the playing spot matters to us. It would certainly be fun, but I do believe we're in a 36 month window. Right now, you have, if the Lakers are in, you have 12 teams that are really competing for 10 spots. The, if the Lakers drop out, then you have 10 te- 11 teams competing for 10 spots. And, you know, frankly, you look at it and assume that the Jazz are the most likely to drop out if you're anything but a Jazz fan, right? Because of preseason predictions and things like that. We'll see whether Minnesota's won two in a row. Their their injuries seem to be helping them. Can get it together. Dallas is 15-15 and 15 and may just stay there all year. Luke has been in and out. Portland... Sacramento seem to be legit. We'll see whether they hold. They would be the other teams that people look at and think that might fade out. Uh, it's pretty wild. The Jazz, by the way, are in eight, three and a half games out of first. The Jazz are also four games away from being in 13th. So this thing can still flip very quickly. 
Like, if you're in the draft pick world and you really, really want the Jazz to go get a draft pick and you go look at the standings, it would not take a lot for the Utah Jazz to fall back into the top eight of this draft really quickly. At 17 and 15, I know that sounds crazy, but Golden State, L.A. are both right there. Oklahoma City's at 12 and 18, so that is a four-game drop. And you're probably not catching the Spurs, the Rockets, the Pistons, the Hornets. And probably not the Magic. You never know about the Wizards and the Bulls, what they're going to do next. But you're gonna, you could easily get into the Bulls, Wizards, frankly, Magic have won six in a row category pretty quickly uh, if you were still wanting to play the draft which would be a weird twist on the season. Uh, all right, we always like to look at Monday trends, what's going on in the league. We look at the cleaning the glass last two weeks, and we look at the NBA's last 10, and we do this every week on Mondays. Tuesdays we do late-game finishes. I've watched a bunch. I've got a few more to catch up on, but I've watched a bunch, so I'll have a bunch of reports on, on that for you. And then uh, Wednesdays, I don't remember what we do. Thursdays we do more late-game finishes. Friday we do... Uh, points gain, which we did not do this week. All right, the number one team in the NBA over the last two weeks is Memphis with a plus 20 differential. The Knicks are number two. Philadelphia is three. Portland is four. Orlando is five. Brooklyn is six. Cleveland seven, by the way. The Jazz over the last two weeks are 22nd. The offense... Here are the five teams in the NBA scoring at the highest rate. Portland, one. Dame's back. Brooklyn, two. Brooklyn actually looks really good. Philly, three. New York, four. Memphis, five. Denver, six. How about that night from Nokic last night? The hottest defenses in the NBA. Memphis is one by a large margin. New York, two. Orlando, three. Clippers, four. Boston, five. Houston, six. How about Houston all of a sudden? Defending. Teams that simply cannot score right now. Boston. In the last two weeks, Boston is the worst offense of any team in the NBA. That's why we do trends. I had no idea. Oklahoma City, Houston, Atlanta, Washington, Miami. Miami does not surprise me. Phoenix without Booker was right there. Teams that are not defending right now, Charlotte, Toronto. Toronto does not look very good. Phoenix, surprising. Chicago, Atlanta, Denver, Brooklyn. So those are... Teams that are struggling the worst in the last two weeks are Charlotte, Phoenix, Atlanta, Washington, Toronto, Oklahoma City. So that's over the last two weeks. Let's go look at last ten games. Somewhat similar, sometimes has a little bit of a different twist to it. The top offenses in the NBA over the last ten games are the Portland Trailblazers, Denver Nuggets, Brooklyn Nets, Phoenix Suns, L.A. Lakers, Dallas Mavericks, were eighth. Top defenses in the NBA, last 10 games, New York Knicks, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers' second-best defense in the league over the whole season. Milwaukee's number one. Tough test for the Jazz in these back-to-back games. Memphis, three. Boston, four. Philly, five. Sacramento, six. Hottest teams over the last 10 games. Memphis, one. New York, two. Cavaliers, three. Philly, four. New Orleans, five. Brooklyn, six. They're considerably better than New Orleans. Teams that simply can't score right now, Clippers, Boston, there it is again, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Miami, and Houston. 
Teams that can't defend right now, Charlotte, San Antonio, Detroit, Toronto, Washington, and Chicago. And the worst differential over the last 10 games, Charlotte, San Antonio, Washington, Houston, Chicago, and Toronto. All right, that is a Trends Monday. Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz tonight. Hope you're having fun. Thanks so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Have a great one. And now make Locked On Sports Today your second listen of the day.